Welcome to the Calm Compass podcast, your guide to navigating anxious and busy minds. I'm your host, Jennifer Parker, a social worker and stress and anxiety coach. And alongside my coaching work, I'm also a mother and carer and managing my own overwhelm and stress is a necessity so I don't burn out. And in season five, we're going to go even deeper into the relationship you have with anxiety and stress as a mother and caregiver and how you can support yourself around the Christmas season. This season is proudly sponsored by my free guide, How to Stop the Shit and Keep Your Cool as a Mother and Carer. The Come Compass podcast offers educational content intended solely for information purposes. Our episodes draw from research, personal experiences, and expert interviews. However, they are not a replacement for professional advice. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Calm Compass podcast. So something that can be really supportive for busy and anxious minds, that is routine and rituals. And you might be like, oh, yeah, like you might have no problem starting something. And we've also got to understand like starting something is easy, like that's great and you get excited. And that's also the sabotaging behavior of self, the self-sabotage of, you know, the bright, shiny syndrome where we're looking externally from ourselves to go, this is the answer. And when you start understanding, actually, it's the consistency of maintaining just one habit or one ritual that is actually going to support my overall health and making it, making, setting yourself up for success rather than setting yourself up for failure. So what I mean by that is sometimes we can get very overzealous. We can get so overexcited and we want to achieve every single element within our life all at once. But what happens is if we fall off the bandwagon, we stop doing everything that was actually working and supporting us, focusing on what's not working, and that can really affect our self-esteem, that can affect our confidence levels, and then we start just, we're not sort of maintaining that habit. And we've got to really start where we are in this moment. So everyone's going to be in a different journey point and just focus on where you are right now. So it might be that from, you know, habits, it might be that you know from a well-being perspective that you need to incorporate more movement and more exercise into your daily life. And it's interesting when I speak to a lot of women, women feel, we, we feel guilty for going and leaving our children. We feel guilty. Oh, you know, I feel guilty for doing that. Where in matter of fact, when we just schedule it and organize it, especially if it's outside the home, it's already happening. Especially when you're part of a membership or you're paying fees, you've got to show up because you're paying for it. And so it's that it's that accountability that is keeping you on, on track. And it might be that you can only really um, maintain maybe two days a week. That's sort of me. I'm, I go to the gym twice a week. And then I do yoga and other activities and I have to focus and I go, you know, how am I going today? And sometimes I notice within myself that, okay, well, I need to practice even more meditation. I need to practice even more breath work today because maybe my mind is more 
you know, it's in a bit of a negative loop and I can feel the sensations within my body, you know, that heaviness and sometimes those behaviours of distracting yourself could be through social media, thinking that that's just going to numb it and I get it because, you know, I'm human too. So with habits and rituals, what we've got to understand is it can take up to 60 days to create a change, okay? So, you know, it can take up to 60 days. Sometimes if we've got to also understand that we have been doing something for a certain amount of time and we keep doing that momentum and we just say, let's do the example of exercise. We're not going to, we're going to remind ourselves how good we feel maybe afterwards, how we start noticing the difference in our mental well-being, how we feel stronger. We might be able to pick our kids up more easily. We might be able to um, walk longer distances. We might just have more endurance and strength and just feel overall better. So always when we're creating a change within our life, we have to actually be focusing on what that outcome is and that result. Because people might be like, oh, I, you know, like I, I, I find eating healthy difficult. And I think sometimes, you know, we can be thinking that we've got to do eat, you know, green salads all the time. I mean, you know, like I don't want to eat a green salad all the time put it into a smoothie and still enjoy the things that, you know, you know, we, we're human. And I think let's have a discussion about that, right? So the permanent lifestyle changes can take up to 90 days. And so we've just really got to understand that when we're embarking on a new chapter of we, we're wanting maybe to do more exercise, we're going to go, oh, we're going to start noticing our self-worth. We're going to start noticing all the excuses will come up and you can go, you know what, I'm. there is never, we always think that there's always this time to start something. We have to be the ones who make that time. We have to carve that out within our life, right? Um, and I think, you know, rituals and routines and, we overcomplicate it. We think we've got to do all of these things. And if you did every single thing that every inverted comma guru or what you interpret, you, you wouldn't enjoy life. So it's like take what is important to you, have rituals and routines that are going to support you up for your well-being, that are going to help you start your day feeling good rather than feeling stressed. So if you're already going, oh, I'm feeling a little bit frenetic, I'm feeling a bit, I can feel the anxiety already building, then you need to start creating the ritual from as soon as you start waking up at a morning time. And so that's where you may need to practice things like meditation. And we think we've got to do things for a long, five minutes. You could be having a meditation while having a cup of tea, just being really mindful and just start noticing those thoughts noticing all of those things even doing like your gratitude practice all while having your cup of tea or coffee or whatever you drink in the mornings right so it might be that you need that and you need to have those moments of silence just to sort of ground and think of 
that space to think before you start looking on your phone, okay? And then you may you may not have time in the mornings, but it may be more of an afternoon of the wind down, getting you ready for bed that you incorporate more of the movement or exercise that's really going to support you. So those could be like walking or it could be that you, of, of an afternoon, you do the um, more you know high-intensity exercise, but then you're going to do activities that are really going to help you wind down, maybe a you know a herbal tea. But if you know, if I notice my mind is getting quite anxious, then I start practicing things more regularly, right? But I notice that um, I can go to sleep quite well. You know, I don't have any problems there. But if I notice that a few things are causing me to feel a little bit more stressed then I've got to start doing more of the the wind down has to be even extended longer for me. So if you found this podcast helpful, I would love you to give us a five-star review and share on your socials and tag us at Real Vision Life Coaching. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Calm Compass podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends on social media and tag us at Real Vision Life Coaching. We would love you to tag us on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. This season is proudly sponsored by my free guide, How to Stop the Shit and Keep Your Cool as a Mother and Carer. Enjoy the episode again.